Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Tuesday, January 21st at 9 a.m. Eastern, so let's get after it. Well, it took a few months, but it appears that everyone now is on board with the bull case for stocks and credit. However, there are variations in the preferred narrative along the continuum of fundamentals and liquidity. More specifically, the bull case goes something like this. Global growth is bottoming thanks to progress made on Brexit and U.S.-China trade relations. Comparisons are relatively easy from last year, and central banks are doing whatever it takes to make sure the economy doesn't slip into a recession. Such a combination is quite an elixir for asset prices, particularly when their starting point was so bearish for sentiment last summer when most investors were contemplating an imminent recession. Our view has been in the middle of that continuum, although we are probably skewed a little more toward the liquidity argument than others as the primary driver of asset prices more recently. As for sentiment and positioning, we are now observing readings that are 180 degrees from where they were last summer. While sentiment has registered meaningfully higher readings in the past, positioning is right at the all-time highs, at least in the institutional world. Asset managers and systematic strategies have rarely been this lever to equity and credit. Part of this is due to the extremely low volatility now present, and thanks to the extraordinary liquidity being provided by central banks. As we documented in our research and discussed on this podcast, below average volatility allows and even forces many asset managers to hold more risk than they normally would otherwise. In the absence of a material shock that leads to a sustainably higher level of volatility, this aggressive positioning is unlikely to change. As such, we are continuously on the lookout for catalysts that might upend this positive backdrop. First and foremost is the fundamental outlook for economic and earnings growth. While we agree with this view that global growth is bottoming right now, we think it might be a moderate one. Furthermore, the U.S. appears to be a few quarters behind the rest of the world. This latency in the U.S. recovery is due to large fiscal stimulus enacted in 2018, which kept growth higher for longer in the U.S. However, with that stimulus now wearing thin, the recovery will be slower and more muted. The stimulus also created unique late-cycle dynamics in the U.S. economy that are not present elsewhere. Specifically, 2018 GDP was well above trend, which led to labor shortages and rising transportation and inventory costs. To date, companies have decided to eat these higher costs and report lower profits while leaving the unemployment rate at 50-year lows. So while this isn't a concern at the moment for investors, we still view the labor cycle as the greatest fundamental risk to watch. On that note, job openings have fallen sharply and jobless claims are no longer falling, both of which can be precursors to a deteriorating labor market. Second, we have several geopolitical shocks to think about too, ranging from the recent U.S.-Iranian tensions, the impeachment trial of President Trump. While all of these create uncertainty for markets, we don't think they will be able to disrupt the below-average market volatility, at least on their own. Finally, we have the liquidity picture itself, which may finally be peaking from a rate of change standpoint as the Fed's balance sheet begins to flatten out this month. Of all the risks, this one may be the one that leads to the first meaningful correction in six months. If it does, we think the S&P 500 will outperform other markets and any correction will be limited to 5% or less. Some of the higher beta international markets and cyclicals could see a greater pullback, but we would likely be buyers of such corrections if they were to occur, given that liquidity is only pausing and not reversing while fundamentals continue to bottom. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people to find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.